Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Football is back, and so is winning season at MyBookie. NFL, college football, and a brand new cash-out system give you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, cash out early and use the funds on another bet, or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Use early cash outs as a tool to stay in control of the action at MyBookie. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag now and register an account for free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use promo code TSUS to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's promo code TSUS to claim your deposit bonus and, for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. You can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. hitting Charlotte and just the environment and the atmosphere. And guys, I lived in Charlotte for four years and I can tell you this, there are Gamecocks all over that city. I even believe that Charlotte is the number one hub for Gamecock alumni to move to. So you already know the town is going to be painted garnet and black. And I believe this is the first time that South Carolina has gotten college game day for any game. Since 2014, when the Gamecocks took on Missouri, you cannot overstate the significance of that when you talk about Shane Beamer and company and and building a program and, and putting your best foot forward and putting your program on the national stage. When you get college game day, they're going to be talking about Beamer ball. You know, Shane Beamer is going to jump up there and, and join the game day crew. It is going to be as electric an environment as it possibly can be for a neutral site game, right? I know a lot of us out there, we don't love these neutral site games. We prefer it be a home-and-home type series. You know, listen, admittedly guilty. I'm one of those. I would rather the game, you know, go back and forth between Columbia and Chapel Hill. But it is really cool. College game day at Romar Bearden Park. You've got Bank of America Stadium right there. It's going to be absolutely awesome. And I cannot wait to see all the Gamecocks out there anytime. You're playing in a game that gets college game day, not that you needed, not that we needed anything to tell us, okay, this is a big game and, you know, what have you, but it just adds that extra level of excitement, of energy, of anticipation. And I cannot wait, guys, to wake up on Saturday morning, pour myself a cup of coffee, cut on the TV, and to see the scene out at college game day. It is going to be so much fun to watch before the game and building up that hype and anticipation to kick off. Guys, moving to on the field. One of the big storylines of Saturday night, we've been talking about it all offseason long, but it officially begins around 7.30 or so at B of A. The Dowell-Loggins era officially begins. We've been talking all offseason. What's this offense going to look like under Dowell-Loggins? Are they going to pick up where they left off last year? Is it going to be simplified? Is is Spencer Rattler going to look more comfortable? What's it going to be run to pass? Are are they going to be throwing the football more downfield, more vertically, if you will? We begin to get our answers on Saturday night. And I know there's no way to really measure this or to quantify this, right? But has an offensive coordinator – ever been under more pressure going into his first career game at a school? Because we've seen things, and I'm not talking about pressure that 
that that that we're manufacturing, that we're making up. Guys, you've seen it on social media. You've seen it on the message boards. This is a make-or-break game for Dabble Loggins. How much pressure is on Dabble Loggins? Like, what does Dabble Loggins need to do to continue to win favor? Like, dude, it's literally his first game calling the plays. But that's how badly people want the offense fixed. And especially when you're bringing back Juice Wells and Spencer Rattler and a lot of your key pieces, and you factor in you're taking on a really porous UNC defense from a season ago, it's not going to fly with people to have a slow start. It's not going to fly with people, you know, to come out of the gates and struggle and score 21 points and say, well, you know, we're just we're just installing our packages and <clears throat> we're just getting things figured out. This Gamecocks fan base is hungry for a good offense and they're hungry for a good offense right now. There is no grace period, guys, as we've mentioned before. There's no grace period for Dabble Loggins. What does this offense look like on Saturday night? How comfortable does Spencer Rattler look? And do the preseason reports, the fall camp reports of, you know, Spencer Rattler saying there's been no adjustment period and there's there's been more explosive plays and and Dabble Loggins saying, you know, if, if Spencer Rattler plays the way he's been practicing the last two weeks, he's going to have an incredible year. Well, now it's game time. Does all of that come to fruition? And just what does this offense look like? Because, guys, as we've talked about, Shane Beamer's top priority in the next couple of years at South Carolina, is solving the offensive side of the football. Saturday night's game is massively important for that unit. Guys, speaking of the offense, and I've already talked about him, though, Spencer Rattler, a quarterback duel for the ages, right? We can talk other parts of the game, and there, there, are, there are many facets of this ball game that are going to factor in when it comes to determining success or failure, right? We could talk line of scrimmage. We can talk Juice Wells. We can talk the status of Taz Walker. We can talk about the tight end position, you know, moving the defense. We can talk about line of scrimmage up front on the defensive side. We can talk about stopping the run, the secondary. But you know as well as I do, the quarterbacks get way too much of the credit and way too much of the blame. And so whoever wins or loses this game, you're going to look directly at the quarterback position first. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Spencer Rattler, Drake May, dare I say, it is the best quarterback matchup of week one. And I think it's going to be one of the best quarterback battles we get all season long. You know, this is a great opportunity, man, for Spencer Rattler. And I think it's a bigger game for Spencer Rattler 
than it is Drake May. Because even if Drake May is pedestrian, he doesn't play that well, guys, the way he's viewed as an NFL prospect, I don't think that's going to change all that much. Like, he's considered a first-rounder, maybe even a top-five pick. That's how he's going to be viewed. Spencer Rattler has an opportunity to really win a lot of people over. And I understand he's playing a defense that's not very good. I totally get that. But the question we've heard all offseason long is this. Which version of Spencer Rattler do we get? Do we get the one that we saw in the first 10 games? Or do we get more of the one we saw in the final three? Do we get the inconsistent Spencer Rattler who is struggling to make good decisions and is not taking care of the football and is doing some of the things we saw earlier in the year? Or do we see South Carolina, or do we see Spencer Rattler pushing the football down the field and being aggressive and, and playing confidently and playing within his game and, and, and just not thinking and making plays, if you will, time and time again? <clears throat> On the UNC side, <clears throat> Do we see Drake May? The same question could be applied to him as well because we saw two versions of Drake May in the 2023 season, right? We saw Drake May be brilliant. I mean, 2022 ACC Player of the Year. We also saw late in the season. He did not fare well against some very lackluster defenses, right? Also, you factor in, he's got a new offensive coordinator as well. Like I mentioned, guys, these two teams are eerily similar to each other, right? You got Drake May, brand new OC. Which quarterback is best able to adjust to what their respective OC is asking them to do? So the battle of these two quarterbacks, the battle of these two gunslingers, it could be a situation as simple as which, whichever quarterback makes fewer mistakes, that's the team that's going to win the football game. Also, guys, you look at this game, of course, the status of Tez Walker is a major storyline, but also the status of both teams' top playmakers. Tez Walker for UNC, Juice Wells for South Carolina entering Saturday night. Of course, Tez Walker still battling with the NCAA. UNC has heard nothing on his status. And guys, as we know at this point, this is something that could carry all the way into, I mean, right before kickoff. He could be waiting and, and getting a decision. And, you know, it's kind of unfortunate for South Carolina. It's really unfortunate for both sides, but especially the Gamecocks, to not know whether you have to face off against this guy. And then for South Carolina guys, Juice Wells. Listen, he's healthy. By all accounts, he's good to go. But is he 100%? Is Juice Wells limited in any sort of way? Or is he his normal self, right? What are the status of those two guys? Because these are two players. These are two game breakers that are going to go a long way in determining victory or defeat. Very excited to watch these two guys, or if not Tez Walker, excited to watch Juice Wells on the field and once again making big plays for South Carolina. The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste, 
and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Guys, another big storyline for me. Again, like I mentioned, these two teams eerily similar to each other. The running game is a big question mark for both. South Carolina with major questions on their offensive line of scrimmage. UNC, though, same thing, guys. They were not very good. They were like 80th in the country in rushing offense. Did not protect protect Drake May all that well. And, guys, I don't need to remind you what South Carolina did last year. We have beaten that thing into oblivion. Which running game gets going first? And of those two teams, who is able to get something, manufacture a running game, if you will? Because if there's balance, both of these offenses can operate at a very high level. But that's a major if when you look at the question marks from last year and what these teams have returning. And, you know, it's it's not a given, right? Neither team has an established RB1. I know to Kevion Joiners, that guy for South Carolina, but guys, he's never played a game at the running back position, right? That's a huge question mark. Is it going to be running back by committee? Do we see the Kevion Joiner take over in that ball game and really establish himself as the leader in that room? And then the UNC side, you know, again, we talked to Andrew Jones, the Tar Heel Illustrated guys. They have no idea who their starting running back is. Elijah Green's a guy who was a nice piece for them. Omarion Hampton, another. They've got some capable bodies, but they do not have that bell cow running back. And so they're going to be sort of figuring things out and figuring out if they can get enough of a push against South Carolina's defensive front, who couldn't stop a freaking nosebleed last year. It's a fascinating battle on the lines of scrimmage. It really is, because these two teams are are so similar in that regard. Neither one of these teams could run the football that well. Neither one of these teams could stop the run all that well. But something's got to give in Charlotte. Which side of the ball do we see when, and which of these teams is more able to manufacture a running game and stop the run in this one? Another big storyline for me, guys, South Carolina's defense, right? It feels like everybody's expecting this offensive shootout, this, you know, both teams going up and down the field, and both these defenses are just have no hope in this ballgame. But how does South Carolina attack Drake May? You know, I I think it's interesting. I think you're going to see this defense play with a chip on their shoulder. I I really do. I think this defense is going to be really sick and tired of hearing about how Drake May is going to throw for 350 yards and UNC is going to drop 40 points. and But how do they attack him? You know, we mentioned yesterday one of the keys to the game. You've got to make him uncomfortable, right? You've, you've got to find ways to make Drake May uncomfortable, right? If he gets into a rhythm, he gets into a groove, I don't know that you stand much of a chance. Do we feel the impact already of a Travian Robertson, right? A guy... Gamecocks defensive line coach, brand new, that just took the job a couple of months ago. And I've mentioned this many times, guys, but the, the, the impact of, you know, him 
playing under the late, great Brad Lowing. And, of course, guys, you know I had the opportunity to sit down with Brad Lowing and, and talk pass rush. And, and there, there's a real science to the pass rush. It's not as simple as, okay, let's just pin our ears back and let's try to get after the quarterback. The way you stunt guys, the way you flip guys, the way you position guys, like it is fascinating to see how it's really done. Is South Carolina, what do they do to get in the backfield and make his life hell? The first thing they have to do, right, stop the run, or at least slow it down and make UNC one-dimensional. Win on first down, win in the early downs, get them in some third and longs. Also, guys, attacking Drake May, South Carolina has to be better on third down. We talked about it last year, guys. They were abysmal on third downs, one of the best in college football. If you're getting them in third and longs, if you're making UNC one-dimensional, you're going to have a much greater opportunity. Drake May, though, can also beat you with his legs. So how do they account for everything that Drake May is able to do in that offense? Because, guys, he was UNC's leading rusher last year. Ran for almost 700 yards, which is absolutely crazy to think about. There's going to be a lot of stress on South Carolina's edges, right, to stop that, to contain Drake May. How much do we see South Carolina dial up exotic blitzes and do different things to send pressures and get after Drake May and put the pressure on their secondary. Like, hey, you know what? You're playing one-on-one. We trust you, but we've got to get after this guy. Because, guys, if you cannot get a pass rush with four, you're going to have to send extra bodies. And I think, too, with UNC's offensive line, test them. Put the pressure on them. Man, they weren't good at protecting him last year either. How much can the film show you from a season ago where you're able to get in the face of Drake May, maybe get him uncomfortable, make him make some throws he doesn't want to make? Because if you can do that, your secondary is going to feast. They're going to have a huge day, huge night, I should say, on Saturday. Guys, another big storyline, I think, anytime you come into a season opener, but certainly one like this, with the hype, the expectations, college game day, the pressure, do we see any first game jitters in game one? You know, these these first games, they have a tendency to be really, really, really sloppy, right? Because all you've been doing is hitting each other, right? It's extremely tough for coaches, right? There's a reason why Shane Beamer complains about this is because you 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 just you don't truly know what you have until you see it on the field against someone else, right? That's why they have that cliche, a team's greatest improvement is from week one to week two. Well, there's a reason that cliche exists, guys, is because it's true more often than not. Which team is able to get over those pregame jitters, that hype, that adrenaline, that acceleration, if you will, and stick to the fundamentals and not make the critical mistake and and not play – outside of themselves because that's typically what happens, right? That's what happens when you get outside yourself and you get so amped and you get so hyped and, you know, maybe you're trying to do things that are outside of your outside of your comfort zone. Maybe you're trying to do things that are uncharacteristic of what you do. So do we see those first game jitters first off? Do we see both teams hit the ground running? Maybe that doesn't happen. But if we do see the first game jitters, are there costly mistakes early in this game that play a big factor and, you know, do – do we see sloppy play? That's the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is which team can avoid that sloppy play early on. And if it's UNC that's sloppy, can South Carolina take advantage of that? Finally, guys, 
My final top storyline for this one, Gamecocks and UNC and Charlotte. We're saving the best for last. You got to talk Beamer Ball. Does it play a role early in the 2023 season? Guys, it's one of those things. It's basically impossible to predict, right? But we've seen South Carolina, the intangibles. It doesn't matter what the computers say. It doesn't matter what the projections say, what the predictions say. The most important thing you can do as a football team, it's not how many points per game you score, how many sacks you acquire. It's do you find ways to win football games? That's it. Do you find ways? And South Carolina, through two seasons under Shane Beamer, they found creative ways. And one of those is through Beamer Ball, special teams. I think this game, guys, it's a coin flip game. I, I really believe this is a 50-50 game. I think this game could go either way. Does it come down to a block field goal? Does it come down to a block punt? Does it come down to a big return? Does it come down to a fake? I would fully expect, guys, in game one for Pete Limbo, Kai Kroger, that crew, Shane Beamer to dial something up and for us to see some sort of trickery in that special teams department. Does North Carolina counteract that? They've got a solid special teams themselves. Do they counteract that? Do they game plan for that? And do we see teams in this 2023 season, year three of Shane Beamer, do they spend more time game planning for special teams because South Carolina has been so good at it? So do we see Beamer Bowl swing this game one way or the other by via, uh, you know, something like a block punt, a block kick, a big return? We saw it in game one last year, two block punts against Georgia State, and that went a long way in South Carolina winning that football game. Do we see Beamer Ball show itself yet again in Charlotte, North Carolina? Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.